35 bars closed all right still in sheridan wyoming down here at the office chilling out it's uh blue skies snow out but warm really kind of streaky white clouds perfect western day can't see you know your breath when you breathe so it's not that cold hence a, a lighter layer of outerwear it's good it's good living quiet small town living having you know different waves of urges to drink in the sense that like when i am recognizing like when and how they're happening primarily around reward systems like you know i've finished something stressful i want to reward myself and have a drink or have a few and enjoy it so i've got this kind of in my head now i I don't feel like there's like this poison out there that i'm trying to avoid i'm pretty much in clear avoidance but i do have a little romanticism of how good it might taste or it would feel when I have these little bouts of stress, you want know, to get over the first round of stress of, ah, oh, I just got that done and pushed that through and God, I could use a drink, right? So there's that one. There's also, you know, when you kind of get the, the letdowns, the letdowns kind of punches in the stomach or quick one to the chest that feels heavy. I've had a few of those here recently. So it's like, yeah, those are the ones that make you just want to sit down and have some drinks. So I'm getting that and recognizing when that happens. And then there's more, right? That there's that that's two of the categories and you know, we'll continue to kinda, you know, just scrape them around and toss them down the road. But I was thinking about some other ones too of just I mean they don't come to mind now, but yeah, there's these little nuances of this is the perfect time to drink. So that's that. But no perfect time to drink right now when you're operating in a sobriety window of because you're honoring yourself and your own discipline and decisions, so that ain't going down. But one another thing that I think about as I'm now romanticizing kind of that first drink coming back is also kind of recognizing where I actually feel like when I'm boozy, drunky, when I've actually said what I mean, you know, more so than I would when I'm sober, when I actually passionately reached out more so than I would have when I was sober when I cried a little bit stronger and more openly, you know, when I was boozy than I did when I was sober. And I gotta say, doing some inventory, there are a variety of times in my life from recent until, you know, many moons ago that I really honor that person in me and that I respect those scenarios and situations where that occurred. And I really think that there was some real wins there. And this isn't an excuse or some finding what, you know, whatever this is like, this is where it's the potion. This is where I feel like I could channel. This is where I feel like I could get the root of the root of the guttural shit that was hanging in my heart or at the bottom of my stomach or whatever out to my loved ones. You know, that's the only time you ever invest that kind of energy. So and that person exists. I respect him. I honor him. I welcome him back in some ways. I, you know, when and how and, and under what circumstances, we'll see. But that person's for real. You know, at the same vein, you know, having some really spending some time. My sons are here, like I said, and, and close by and adults. And we're embarking in this new adult relationship as men. And I can honestly say that as I'm kind of continually doing some assessment of 
my own identity versus the identity of, of myself as a father versus a community member versus whatever, you know, just those me's that are involved. You know, I think my kids have probably seen uh, that me in those circumstances five times, a handful of times where I was just hollering and hammering it up with them about something I was very passionate about while I was boozy that was significant in their lives that I feel like that was the way I was going to break through and it worked. There's not many other chances that I took with them on that front, but you know, I could start doing that in my life now if I wanted to. But my point, I guess, being is that there's also an aspect of me that recognizes that I wouldn't roll the dice on that person coming out in my fatherhood role any more now than I did then. And that a sober father is probably the, the better father out of the two characters, if you had to just paint him as two characters at this point. One passionate, boozy, visceral, open-minded kind of, you know, open mouth kind of guy, and a sober character of a father who would probably choose to spend more time listening. So yeah, fatherhood makes me want to be sober. But some of the reasons why I really love and desperately also want to drink is because I want to roar passionately for things that I care about and people that I care for. Little